Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm like, you know, and not in these words, I'm like, you know, pull your big girl panties on. Mm -hmm. We got work to do. We got two little boys in the other room that are depending on us to be the best versions of ourselves. Totally. And so when they see you in the dumps or they see you in the tank for, you know, a couple hours, a couple days, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. you're having an impact on them too, whether you want to believe it or not. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Who Can Relate. Uh, today, I have again another special guest, and I and I don't mean to like downgrade that that word special, but every single person I have on is truly that, and you're gonna find out why with this one because he has a lot, a lot, a lot to do with the person I am today. Um, if you guys have enjoyed my book recommendations. He's the reason why (laughs) for probably nine (laughs) out of 10 of them. So without further ado, Mr. Spencer Hill, welcome to Who Can Relate, man. Don't believe the hype. Hey, no, with you, (laughs) dude, believe it, believe it. And, uh, and, and also more context, um, everyone loved your wife, Alicia's episode. So this is her better half. Yeah. Well, she's my better half. That's right. The the right way of putting it. But yeah. Extremely proud of her for uh, stepping outside of her comfort zone, yeah, man. and uh, that has a lot to do with you and 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 Shay and and the conversation we had at dinner, yeah, just before that. So thank mm-hmm. you for that, and thank you for instilling the the you know the confidence and the power in her that she could do that and and yeah. have that impact on no, people. Hey. So. so yeah, but um, here you are today. So let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, let me get some more background. Where you from? I know. KC. Yeah, well, KC area. I'm from a town called Emporia, okay. um, which is literally directly in between Kansas City and Wichita. Wichita so yeah, uh, hour and a half from each. So I'm in the middle of the middle of the United States. Emporia <laughs> is a town of 25,000 people. Wow. Uh, one high school. Yeah. Um, everybody knows everybody. You know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're driving down the street and you're giving, <laughs> giving the old, every, everybody. You know, yeah. yeah. You know that person? Yeah, <laughs> of course. I, I don't know. probably odds are (laughs) yeah 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 um great place to grow up love Mm -hmm. getting back and and visiting there and and seeing old friends and stuff but uh yeah that was kind of uh the start of it all Mm -hmm. yeah grew up with uh, um my older sister holly who's still in the kansas city area all my family's still back in kansas yeah um yeah just a nice nice uh little midwest town to grow up in for yeah sure. i hear you man and when did you um get out to la again i moved out here in 01 okay so wow. i graduated from uh k-state got my degree in uh, marketing and international business yeah and by dumb luck literally met a dude on spring break and he was like have you ever thought about modeling and i'm like I no i mean no yeah 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 and uh and he was like you should meet my agency so i did that and started doing that um and this, this was local in kc it's in kc yeah so you can imagine what kind of jobs were rolling through that's KC. exactly where my mind went 
<laughs> like USA jackets, USA aprons. Just like, oh, that's just funny. I still, yeah, I still yeah. kept some of the. That's back, awesome. Back then it was like catalogs, like physical catalogs. Totally. Yeah. But it was it was cool, and I was driving to and from Manhattan, where K, uh, mm-hmm. K State is, and and making good money, and then got to audition for a couple of local commercials, and was yeah. booking them, and I was like. This is a way better than putting be on a suit and tie, totally, and going to office every day. And yeah. So, thus began my my yeah. kind of career path into entertainment, and it's how we met. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, two years ago now, and we were on set, and um, man, it. I mean, now, and still a large part because of you. And now I'm more of a morning person. Back then I wasn't, and we had those. <laughs> dude, we had was it two or three day job or something, yeah, yeah. and the call time was like. <laughs> I think six yeah. or something like to be there at six. Yeah. Right? Oh man. And I remember, um, the first day I'm usually okay. Right. The second day I'm like dragging, but the first day, uh, yeah, man, you, you just had this presence about you. You were very knowledgeable, um, very intelligent and, uh, your energy and just kind of overall, um, just presence was very contagious, you know? So we, we gravitated right away and, and had some, um, to this day, uh, one of the, best like jobs I've done in large part because of the people. Yeah, for sure. And, um, some of the hardest laughs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like a hard, luckily it was like a smiley job, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I just, uh, you know, anyways, so <laughs> we can go on and on, but, uh, just, just good times. And, uh, you know, we've, we've kept in touch ever since still working together, which is a blessing. And, um, yeah. So, um, funny enough when I was planning out you know, having you on the show, which was a, a long time coming. I remember I, I was like, I have a problem. And that is, I can talk about anything and everything with you, which everything to everyone is nothing to no one. Sure. <clears throat> so I'm like, I need to narrow it down. And I remember I was going through, you know, the Rolodex of guests and Shay was like, when are you going to have Spencer on? I'm like, you would think like I would have had him on so early, but I, I want it to be, you know, perfect. I want it to be special. And right. I know he's so impactful and I want to like choose the right kind of things. And, um, after I had Alicia on, I was kind of like, you know what? I, I think I got it. And, yeah. um, so how I want to kick this off is just, you know, knowing where you come from with your parents, which for every <laughs> one's, you know, mindset is more than, more than anything, just a cookie cutter background, you know, like you were like the TV show I used to watch as a kid, you know? (laughs) And, and when I, when I, you know, got to know Alicia, I was like, she's the complete opposite. Mm. And then my mind went to like, how did that happen as, as far as, you know, a match made in heaven, you know? So my first question to you is, is, you know, again, coming from where you come from, this cookie cutter family, and then marrying someone who has the complete opposite upbringing as she so beautifully shared. How did that work? Yeah, you know, well, first and foremost, um, you know, I don't know that cookie cutter, um, maybe sometimes that can have sort of negative connotation. And, mm-hmm. and as you know, I, I would never, yeah, totally never um, apologize for, for that, of course. Um, my, my parents were absolutely amazing. And, and you're right in the, in the sense of a family unit. Yeah. Having a, a, a man of character as mm-hmm. your dad, who is a, you know, pillar of the community, leads with love, servant leadership. Yeah. He and my mom both kind of live by that mantra. You know, she was a um, guidance counselor for her whole career and, uh, and was just, you know, always involved, always nurtured everything that I wanted to do, any interest I had, any sport I was playing, any, yeah. you know, and so... 
in that sense, it really was, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed to this day that they're still supporting everything that totally. I do, good, bad, and ugly, sure. you know? Yeah. And that's what instilled in me the, the um, self-confidence to make the move out here, you know? Yeah. Much to my mom's chagrin, you know, <laughs> I've been out here for 20 years, and I'm sure that if you asked her, she's missed me every single day. Sure. But it wasn't about me leaving there mm. it wasn't me about leaving anything that i had there because it wasn't right or it wasn't loving or it wasn't an amazing situation it was about you know what they'd instilled inside of me for yeah. me to go and now have the impact that i've had and have the family that i have had and had the career that i've had mm-hmm. and I, I owe everything about that to them sure you know sure um and to your point and to your to your question you know with with um with leash and i you know, that, that, you know, when you start, when you meet somebody, number one, um, then I'm sure that she touched on this in her episode, what's kind of cool about your library that you're now getting, you're like, oh, you can go back and listen. If totally. you want to know more about my wife and I, you can go yeah. back to episode six. Yeah, said, yeah. You know, that's cool. For sure, yeah. Um, so it doesn't always have to rely on us, you know, telling those stories. But yeah. I, I met her and it was love at first sight and it was fireworks and it was the corniest thing you've ever heard of, but it was <laughs> like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um and so for me, I knew right off the bat that she was the one. She's the one I'd been waiting for. She was my dream girl in every way, shape, or form, um, um, sense of humor, looks, um, just her overall, the way she carried herself was like, wow, this is a really self-confident um, woman who has got her stuff together, sure, you know? Sure. And, and it wasn't until, you know, going down, you know, you don't do a deep dive into, oh, wow, here's the nitty gritty and sure. here's the the deep dark stuff yeah um but we we both knew so so early on that that feeling of love and wow i found my person was so mutual yeah that we did get into it pretty early on and Mm. and um you know so i would ask her questions and she was like you know i'm not ready to 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 go there because i've been in relationships before where i've told guys this stuff and Mm. then what they do is they flip it on me Mm. and they use it in a fight they're like oh you're acting this way because this right and so and so she wanted to kind of guard herself uh uh from that um but the more i learned about her upbringing the more impressed i was with her because so many people choose to um just continue that that vicious cycle yeah. right and for her mm-hmm. um doing everything in her power to to break that cycle was huge totally and i think i told you the other night it's like I, we used to we used to say uh, alicia alicia for president because yeah. if <laughs> she had the upbringing that i had <laughs> and people nurturing her her you know her skill set and her you know her interests i have no no question that she would be like way further uh, sure. you know in her career path and in her mm. Um, self-development, whatever it is. Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's interesting because as we talked about, you know, with her that um, a lot of people who come from that are just, they fall victim of being a product of their environment, you know, and she is so motivated to not be, right, to be the opposite, to make sure that um, she comes out of that way better. You know, I had this this saying... um, like you said, going through the Rolodex of episodes, something like, um, you know, those might've been the cards that I was dealt with, but it's not the hand I'm going to play with, right. you know, and, and leash is definitely one of those. So, but I, I'm sure again, as, as you guys started off early on, like you said, you know, when, 
when the baggage was coming to light and the triggers and the old patterns and the past, you know, the X's would, would surface. Um, I'm so fascinated with how you guys handled that because again, like, you know, how you would kind of go about a problem, maybe different than her, such as everybody, but more specifically with you guys, you know, for, for your wife and as she shared what she went through, there's a lot of things probably that you couldn't relate to. Right. So how did you adjust and how did you allow her to really feel like she can trust you to confide in and trust you that, you know, you're not going to leave her. You're not going to judge her. It's not going to scare you away. Right. Um, I think that, you know, I'm obviously still very much a work in progress when it comes to understanding what her background has done for her and her mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm still, you know, very much, um, her cheerleader in every way, shape or form too, because I see the path that she's on and the path that she's already come down. And I just want to be the best person for her to be the best version of her mm-hmm. so we can continue to be the best version of our family mm. together you know I what i mean yeah. and so yeah. and so for for me to try to understand um what she's gone through it's it's impossible yeah you know just like it's impossible for her to know all the ins and outs of of my upbringing and what that was for me yeah um and so i i do i give her a ton of grace while at the same time I see the potential in her. Mm -hmm. I know how great she can be. I know the person that she strives to be every day. Mm -hmm. The difference between maybe the way my view of the world versus her view of the world is that my default is P positive. Her default is negative. Mm -hmm. And so, right. So every morning, and I, I just heard this from somebody, I can't remember who it was, but every morning you wake up, you have a chance to tuned to, a, to yeah. P mm-hmm. or to N, mm-hmm. right? And so my, my default is always P, um, running in the auxiliary, running in the background of sure. what I have going on and, totally. and where hers is the exact opposite. So I, I, I don't discard the fact that she, the little things that I might consider quote unquote easy yeah. are sometimes hard for her. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's perfect because one of the main things that I also wanted to touch on was how you know, for me with Shay, there were a lot of times where she touched on last week in our episode, a lot of times where she really struggled giving empathy to my quote unquote problems, you know, and, and my struggles in my childhood, you know, she didn't necessarily think that they were the struggles to what she had. Right. So how does a partner who again, honestly can't truly step in your other partner's shoes. It just is what it is, as you said. How do you find the empathy? How do you find the balance in just like you said, trying to uplift her so she can become the best version of herself? Because you hit like the fast forward button there with the solution, but what is mm. the what is the process to get to that solution? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously empathy is huge. Empathy is huge in anything we're doing in life is is trying to seek first to understand and then to be understood right mm. that's a don hillism right there that's yes, that's uh that's the way my dad lived his life and so even though that's not the easiest when you're in the heat of the moment when you're in an argument and you just want to be heard and you want to get your point across and you want all these things it's like you have to you know step outside yourself and say okay why what we kind of reverse engineer it and like why is this person 
thinking like this? Why are they mm-hmm. coming at me this way? Why are they addressing this situation like this? And, and it, it all comes down to communication. Yeah. It all comes down to hearing her out and, and kind of getting to the root of the problem. You know, not that I need to fix everything you know, and, and mm-hmm. trust me, Jay, I'm a work in progress on all this. I'm not saying yeah. this like I do it right. The mm-hmm. every, every way out, out the gate, you know, because totally. you know, I've got, I've got 76 tattoos on my body <laughs> that are literally <laughs> reminders. I've got totally. shovels. I've got pickaxes I've, mm-hmm. that I'm still working on myself, dude. Totally. You know? totally. And, and that's one important thing to, to stress for sure. Um, but going back to the potential part and going back to what I see in my wife, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and she's enough as it is, but right, I know right. that she's striving to be more. There's a little bit, and, and I don't know if this is the right or wrong, and sometimes it gets a reaction and sometimes it doesn't, but there's a little bit of tough love there mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. to where it's, listen, I'm big on refractory periods. Mm-hmm. I'm big on whether it's win, lose, or draw, cutting that refractory period down, okay? Because mm-hmm. if you let the refractory period get too high off of a, a win, then you're just high off your own fumes for days. Right. And if you let your high, you know, if you let the lows get too low off of a, you know, a heartache or a mm-hmm. failure or whatever, well, then that becomes your mood for days. And you're like, what happened? You're totally. like, oh, this thing happened to me. When? <laughs> three weeks ago yeah. wait what and that <laughs> yeah. becomes your personality right it's totally. like it's it's one of those things and so for me i i i'm like you know and not in these words i'm like you know pull your big girl panties on mm-hmm. we got work to do we got yeah. two little boys in the other room they're depending on us to be the best versions of ourselves totally and so when they see you in the dumps so or they see you in the tank for you know a couple hours couple days whatever it may be Mm -hmm. you're having an impact on them too whether you want to believe it or not Mm -hmm. you know and their little sponge selves are just sucking and absorbing everything and and the older they get the more that's the case you know you Mm -hmm. get it's like same thing with you can't go around spelling s-h-i-t around parker because he's like oh i know what that is yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) wash your mouth that was soap yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's so interesting and and i i loved what you said about how your wife is good enough Hmm. and i'm sure she'd say the same for you right and that's so important to i I really want to want to hone in here on this is that you have to accept someone for who they are you can see the potential still and you can be hopeful and you can be optimistic and you can help guide and and uplift and empower your partner right but it's very important to find that balance of not necessarily changing them right completely because that builds resentment for right. that other person towards you. Right. But just accepting them, meeting them at where they are, mm. meeting them at their starting line, not yeah. yours, Yeah, their starting line, right? And finding that balance. I know it's so difficult. I mean, for me and, well, every relationship but my marriage, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just had this like... <laughs> And hey, that's it. how you know that she's the one. I heard, I heard the, the episode, dude. You went through your stuff. You went yeah. through the mud and the muck, and you and you like God bless the broken road, right? Yeah, and God bless the fact that we can laugh about it now, right? Because uh, <laughs> might as well laugh as cry, buddy boy. Man, and and I just you know, and now here I am sitting in hindsight, right? Which is the funniest part. But you're sitting here in hindsight, and I'm like, one of my biggest failures, and yeah, unfortunately, it was a constant one. It's just that. I was so determined, adamant, and stern about we are starting where I want to start. Mm. <clears throat> and I realized with Shay, who checked me, 
put me in my place, rightfully so. Um, that's not how we're going to do things here. Yeah. You know, kind of like one of those things where it's like, what we're not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I was like, Oh, Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's, what's interesting about that. And what I, I've, I've found a lot of, you know, people that I know who had childhoods that maybe, um, a lot of things were not in their control, yeah. you know, coming home from to a, to a mom that's un, under the influence or a dad that's going bat or whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. they spend a lot of their adult lives just trying to get control over everything. Totally. Trying to control as much as they can control, whether it's um, mm-hmm. finances or getting, you know, um, crazy in shape yeah. or, or literally w- everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. And so um, luckily that, that leash does not fall into that category for me. At, mm. at least that's n- not something that I've seen, seen in her, but going back to the enough thing. Yeah. And I've, I think I've told you, told you this before. I know that it's something I tell everybody. Mm-hmm. There's a point of power that comes with being content. Mm. Right. Is that, is that acceptance? Um, I don't know if it's acceptance, maybe a self acceptance. I think that, I think that contentment, Knowing the product that you that you bring to the table in your heart mm-hmm. as a man, as a woman, as a as as whatever you're putting out into the world is is the most powerful thing you can have as a human being. Yeah. And and I don't want to. I don't ever want contentment to be confused with complacency because right. those are two very very different things. You can be JD, I'm looking at JD as a very content man. You know who you are. You know mm-hmm. the product that you're out there as a as a husband, as a dad, as a model, as a businessman, as mm-hmm. a podcaster, as a whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? You mm-hmm. know that. And so that's not that there's a there's a big part of that authentic you that is 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 squarely yours, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is powerful. Yeah. It's got to be powerful. You hold your head up high. You walk a little faster. You like know that that when you meet people, you have an impact on them. Yeah. Whether you, whether you, it was a five minute conversation mm-hmm. or whether it was a hey, how's it going? You're like, mm-hmm. who the, yeah, yeah. The what was, was that? that? Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, and and so so for bringing that back to Alicia, you know, I I want her to continue to to get that contentment in her heart mm. and know that she's enough and know that she, she, the, the product that she puts out into the world when she's feeling it, you know, mm-hmm. and there's, you, you can tell, yeah. you know, yeah. my wife is a very, very powerful, um, soul, powerful presence. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it's good, when, when she's good, Oh boy, watch out. Mm-hmm. The, the world's going to set it on fire, you know? Totally. And then, and then on the opposite side of that scale, and I think that this can be said for anybody who's, who's got a, a big personality or, or anything like that. When things are bad, you really feel it too. Yeah. And I always tell her, yo mama, you're driving this ship. Mm. You know, I, 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 I would love to say that I am, <laughs> I want to tell my boys that I'm the boss and they just look at me like dad. You yeah, ain't okay. The boss. Pops. You ain't the boss. <laughs> as much as you want to say you're the boss, we'll give you it today. But yeah, yeah. You know, that boss is, is over there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And that's fine. I, I, I love that. And I want her to feel that. I want her to know that I want totally. her to like wear that hat as much as possible because yeah. the more she knows and the more she steps into that leadership role, mm-hmm. not only for our family, but for her self the more she can continue to grow right you know what i mean right that's so powerful 
right? It's 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 empowering your woman, mm. you know, yeah. and 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 also just checking her sometimes, like you said, like we're like you know she's going through it, and her dial is on N for negative, and mm. yours is on P for positive, right? You know, just trying to reel it back in, right? Mm-hmm. What a what a co captain should do yeah you know hey you're you're steering a little left here let me let me get you back on, yeah. on track here right it's beautiful and the way and the way the only way to do that as you know is just modeling it's mm. it's it's by being the example totally you can't like come on yeah. get on my level right hurry up 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 you know yeah. you know mm-hmm. i used to do that when i when i because i you know like i said this this whole the the man I am, the person I am today, has a has a large part to do with the mentorship and the leadership that I mm-hmm. ex- accepted into my life a little over three years ago too. Yeah, um, you know, obviously in, in large part to, in the beginning to my family, mm-hmm. um, but I've got a, a handful of people that I uh, are my most trusted advisors that keep me accountable too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I'm still very much a learning. It's a learning process for me too, totally. and so yeah. I don't I, I don't fake the funk and uh, you know want to sit here and say that i have all the answers um no but what what you do spence that is is something that uh not a lot of people do is is this you have this beautiful way to balance both you improving on yourself while you improve in your relationship mm-hmm. now that may sound super simple to a lot of people but it's not because some people can only do one at a time right mm-hmm. You obviously did a lot of work before you met your wife, mm. right? And then you continue to do it. As, as I said on, again, last week's episode, the work just doesn't stop because I found my wife. You know, right. it's like a different kind of work. Right. But it, sh- it should ramp up. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But but the train is still rolling. Okay. Yeah. And what, again, what you do is, is, is you have this balance of, again, working on yourself internally and what you need for you, but then also making sure you have enough energy and time to also learn and continue to learn mm. your wife, yeah. right? Because again, like the system that you guys have works for you guys. Right. A lot of people, I think, just think like, you know, I want to do, if someone's watching this, like I want to do what JD does. I want to do what Spencer does as a husband or as a partner. And you're like, yeah, but my man, like <laughs> that works in my household <laughs> yeah. and it works in yours. It may, you know, you can take bits and pieces and, and all that is just trial and error. Yeah. Right. But again, it's so beautiful how you guys have, and obviously it's, it's not perfect all the time. We all know that sure. and say in my household. Right. But what is beautiful and amazing is that you, Alicia, me, Shay have this ability to be coachable. Mm. We have this mm. ability to adapt, to pivot. And, and most importantly, to want to be better. Yes. Right. A lot of people, I think if they're going through it with their partner, I think the first question you should ask yourself is, is like, is your partner a part of that club of, of mm. wanting to be better? Mm. Not just as a husband or as a partner or as a wife, as a partner, but as a person first and foremost. Yeah. Right. And that's, um, it's, it's, it's really the, probably the biggest question I think people need to ask. So for you guys, you know, I'm, I'm sure, um, you can relate to, to what I'm, I'm, you know, have in my household, which is just like we have that understanding of it's not about who's right or wrong. Like that's like the very immature, you yeah. know, relationship. Totally. What it is, is what's right or wrong for our marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. The our, our our setup is interesting. You know, we we live together, obviously, with our two little boys and, mm-hmm. and we work together constantly. Yeah. We work out together. We're on set together. So, yeah, our 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 dynamic is just a family unit unit almost 
24 7 totally and so a lot of people are like dude i could not be around my <laughs> wife that much yeah, yeah you know she's she's the, my best friend in the whole wide world you know without a doubt we have each yeah. other's backs and and with everything that we do, um, whether, you know, we're, to, we're talking about my upbringing, her upbringing, mm-hmm. our goal is always just to just have both oars in the water going the same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's a powerful thing. You get to, ta- totally. you get to take advantage of momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're an athlete, you're a sports fan. Yep. Momentum is a big, huge everything. deal. Yep. And so, you know, and, and also, uh, both sides of momentum are a big thing when you're, mm-hmm. when you're backsliding yeah. and you can't, you know, you're grasping at straws and trying to figure a way out. It's mm-hmm. like, it seems like the, the sky's falling. You totally. Know? And I think that a lot of people have, have a, um, a tough time getting out of that mindset. And, mm-hmm. and for us, you know, and, and for you, you guys too, I know that you, it's so much about equipping yourself with the tools to get you out of those places because everybody's going to have them. Everybody's going to have down days. Everybody's going to have those. Oh, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Or I Mm -hmm. wish this wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. But again, going back to the refractory period, how long are you going to let that rule your next, you know, 90 minutes, 90 days, whatever it is. But I I think what, um, and well, next time I have both of you guys on, it'll be both of you guys on at the same time because this this is really good as as we go we go back and forth with it. That should be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I have a um, my other question is, and this is I know it's going to be big for especially women. You know, knowing knowing a lot of Alicia's background and where she came from, and um, uh, you know, pertaining specifically pertaining to childhood, um, I'm sure the one thing that is priceless that she never will take for granted and that she is so grateful for is the fact that you provided safety for her. Mm. And I mean that in every sense of the word, right? Not just, you know, you lock the doors and night before you go to bed. I mean like safety that she can come and confide mm. in you. She can come and be open and honest and transparent and say, Hey, I'm going through this, blah, blah, blah. She, you know, you provided a safety net in the sense of she can delegate to you mm. back to that control thing, right? Like we all have a little bit of control in us, but the the beauty of a marriage, in my opinion, is the fact that I don't have to do everything by myself all yeah. the time anymore. Right. Like, you know, but that's, that's the wild card of all wild cards. Like, yeah. oh, I can ask you to do something and you're going to do it with love and care like I would. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. You know, so you, you providing that safety is I'm sure again one of the one of the biggest things in your marriage. Well, you, you said the you touched on a word delegate, and and when I think yeah. of delegate, I think of um, maybe like a, a owner of a, a company that has his blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. invested in this. Yeah. And when you know sometimes those people can be control freaks, and sometimes they don't know how to delegate, right? Because you always want the people that you delegate to after you've you've you know, talk to yourself into, okay, I need, I, this is too much for me. It's too much on my plate. I need somebody else's help. Totally. You want the person that you delegate to, to be an extension totally. of yourself, your brand, your family. And yeah. so, and so again, it go back to the, the both, both oars in the water thing. I think that we complement each other, mm-hmm. um, very, very well. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, um, just vibing on on the same wavelength. Yeah. You know? Well, one of the things you said, and you went back to the sports analogy of momentum, the other thing I thought of next to that is chemistry. Mm. You know, in sports, it's it's momentum, it's chemistry, right? And it's obvious execution. But yeah. um, 
you can apply that same thing to to life and especially in your marriage like you got to build that that chemistry yeah pick up some momentum and execute and yeah. watch how beautiful you know it, it all works out and it's interesting you know we we haven't really touched on we're touched where we're talking about Alicia and I specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's the whole other part of that that is the parenting yeah. slice of the pie. Totally. Let's talk about and, it. And, you know, so so when she, you know, her default sometimes is to go back to the way she was raised, although I have to say overwhelmingly it's not. Um, and sometimes I, you know, go back to the conflict avoidance and conflict mm-hmm. you know, the things that I, I, you know, was not taught, but sure. things that I, you know manifested themselves in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to have an open line of dialogue about that too. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. I, I will lose my, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it's like, <laughs> especially this, this year yeah. itself is just like, totally. you know, we're, we're together 24 seven. We are now first grade teachers tasked with keeping our, our kid on point, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on a zoom call and like, the poor kid is tied to a computer for you know four hours a day. You yeah, know? and so all that all that ties into it too, where we're like you know our parenting skills have I feel like really evolved and complement each other too. Because when I need somebody to reel me in, mm-hmm. she's there for me, yeah. and vice versa. Because if we're both like pulling our hair out, you know, it's what good like, is that going to do? What good is that going to do? <laughs> yeah. So we're very very good at, honey, go. Go on a run, honey, go shut the door to the bedroom and Mm -hmm. go take some time for yourself, whatever that looks like. And both of us are really great at at doing that and being able to set the, uh, hit the reset button and come back and being like, yeah. Okay. I'm back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But see, that has a lot to get into that that chemistry factor, right? You, you can sense that in her. She can sense that in you. You guys have that, that, um, unspoken connection for sure, you know, so to speak. Um, another, another big thing that really, uh, you know, excited me about having you on was, you know, I've realized the last year or so that, uh, I'm very much so a fixer Mm. and my sole intention and reasoning behind it is just to help people, including my loved ones. Yeah. But sometimes you just have to literally just either listen, be there physically be present while you're there and just let them get it out. Mm. But it's finding that balance, right? Of like in your situation, when you met, you know, your not so much, so sorry, when you met your wife, but when you really got to know all that, you know, came with your wife, right? You, I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, probably wanted to fix so much of it. You probably had your toolbox. Like I can get to work right now. If you, if you want me to talk work overtime, mm-hmm. around the clock, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And, and, there's certain things though that you can't fix. Right. I realize there's certain things that I can't fix. Mm. Um, I read uh, the book um, uh, "The Gifts of Imperfection" by Brene, Brene Brown. Brown, and she talks about how men are so conditioned to fix everything, and when we can't fix something, we feel useless. Mm. We feel like, "What's my purpose here?" Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to you about that and, and, and what that kind of means to you. And, and then when you can't fix a problem, and maybe it's because you don't, you're not the one to fix it, how do you adjust and how do you pivot to that? Yeah, um, it's fun, a funny story, and, and I don't think that she'll mind me sharing this. Uh, yeah. a, a couple, so, you know, she doesn't have a, a relationship with her father and hasn't had one for a long time. Right. And so 
certain things are obviously triggers for her on that level, whether it be the relationship that she sees me having with our boys. Mm -hmm. Now we always go back to, gosh, we have so much love for these little dudes. There's no way in the world, you know, that anything could tear us from them, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. she, you know, she had some great times with her dad. She had some awful times with her dad. But the fact of the matter is she hasn't seen him in over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And we were always like, man, how could, how could you ever let that be your reality? You know? Sure. And so sometimes, you know, whether it was or whatever it is, or there's triggers and sometimes I'll, I'll help her talk it out and Mm -hmm. those things. And, and just recently she, um, and I can't remember what it was. I can't remember the instance, but she, uh, she resigned to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. She was, she was upset about something. And so I, I, I said to myself, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to fix this. Mm. I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna be with her. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I laid down with her in the bed and, and I kind of, I put my head on her chest and, and she kind of like put her arm around me and I just, I just sat there. Mm-hmm. I just laid there with her thinking that this is, this is me not fixing things. <laughs> this is me really stepping outside yeah, of my yeah. comfort zone and not, totally. I ain't fixing shit right now. Totally. I'm just chilling. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be there for her in the moment. Right. Sure. And, uh, after, you know, I was there for, I don't know, 15 minutes and, and she's, she's just like, guess you didn't have anything to say about that. Did you? <laughs> Like I thought, I, was, I thought this was me, like yeah. being new age sensitive yeah. Spence, and just being there yeah. for you in the moment. Yeah, so like, no good. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that backfires. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you know, I guess like I keep on going back to it, it's always a, it's a learning curve for me, and you find out what works in the moment and what what doesn't. But it's mm-hmm. always a sliding scale. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so there's yeah. no there's no one size fits all uh, mm-hmm. solution to any right. of those things, but. But again, I always just, uh, you know, continually go back to the fact that she, my wife is enough as she is my mm-hmm. wife. Um, and I always just want her to know that regardless of the situation, regardless if she's been triggered, regardless, you know, she, you know what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that she struggles with is mm-hmm. am I enough? Am I doing enough as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as an actor? And like yeah. she wears several hats too. So it's, you know, as independent contractors, as people just out there just flying by the seat of our pants. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. like as soon as the director yells cut, you're like... Yeah, oh, I got to go get another job. Totally. What does that look like yeah. to, to, you know, get my kids, um, food ready for school and to be a first grade teacher and, to, uh, hit the gym to make my, make sure that I look like my, my pictures so I can be an accurate <laughs> representation of myself. It's a lot, it's sure. pressure. Sure. It's a lot, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, and so she, she, she does all those things amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know that she'll be listening to this and, and honey, you wear all those hats amazingly. So, um, keep up the good work and, uh, yeah, and yeah it's, it, it always boils down to, um, am I happy? Am I healthy? Mm-hmm. Am I, am I leading my family with light and love? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the rest, of, if you can do that, the rest is house money. That's beautiful because I, I myself am listening like I need to take that on. I, I need to apply that to my life. There's so many things that, you know, the control bone in, in my body wants to 
to fix right back to that and, and really wants to perfect unfortunately and you know it's beautiful again how, how you have that mindset that mentality of just reeling it back in it's uh and i know you're a huge person on um on gratitude and it's just you know what you focus on you're going to create more of mm-hmm. continue to focus on gratitude and, and things to be grateful for you're going to have more yeah. to be grateful for right absolutely so i, I again i love that again it's, it's not <laughs> so many times I think I'm just like fascinated by common sense, you know, but, yeah. but we're not that common, buddy. It's not that common a hundred percent. And sometimes you have to take it back to, you know, to, to the basics here. Yeah. I know that, uh, this was, this was going to be fun to talk about, um, when we had our pre-call about, I think the, you know, the common idea of what it is to be a man, a father, a husband, and the first thing, you know, I think that comes to a lot of people's minds is, is the provider, mm-hmm. right? And, and mainly providing financially, <clears throat> but it's not always just about the financial part of it. Again, I said earlier, like you provide safety for your wife, which she'd probably take over any, anything, you know, as far as what you can provide. And so mm-hmm. I want to talk about that and, and, and what that means to you as far as when I say the word providing for your family, like what, what kind of comes to mind? I think for me, um, Financial is, is definitely a, a part of that, but above and beyond that, it's about equipping. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, you and I could probably be considered John Maxwell disciples at this point in time because totally. um, everything rises and falls on leadership, as mm-hmm. he says, mm-hmm. and, and whether that's leading an organization or leading your family. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I think the best way that I can provide for my family is instilling them confidence yeah instilling confidence in them that they can do anything they want to do Mm -hmm. that they can um, have an impact that they can be dynamic Mm -hmm. fearless thoughtful young men yeah that can literally go let their light shine anywhere they go and the same thing that you know while we're talking about parenting same thing you know applies to my wife too sure Um, and I think that for me that's one of my my biggest gifts it is being able to impart that on mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. And, and especially since I'm with them constantly, my family, you know, and, and I don't do that by beating them over the head with lesson plans, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just try to carry myself that way. Yeah. Always. And, yeah. and I think that my, what I learned about being a man was not machismo was not bravado. It was, being a servant leader, it was being faithful, it was um, treating people with respect, it was putting smiles on people's faces. Yeah. That's what I learned from my mom and dad. Yeah. And, and, and and not to ever discount the, the power that a mother has, but so much that's wrong with today's society is because of lack of father power. Mm. And father power was so prevalent in my life mm-hmm. at every turn that that I, I just want to do my best to um, continue to pass that along to my boys, so then yeah. they can, you know, it, it's it's generational, right? Totally. And so the 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 role model that I try to be, and, and again, I slip and fall mm-hmm. uh, from time to time as well. Yeah. Um. I, I I get angry. I let the situations get the best of me, um, but I don't let that drag on. I don't let that, you know, I, I had a situation last night with the boys where they were being little turds <laughs> at, at bedtime and I like I, I had to raise my voice at them and this morning I, I sat them on the counter I was like guys 
you know that I love you more than anything in the whole world, okay? So when we're talking about decision making when we're talking about and we're talking as a seven-year-old and a four-year-old you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean and sometimes sometimes I, I I use verbiage my wife is like what they don't know what that means <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like well I, I you know I yeah, don't know yeah. how else to put it <laughs> totally. um, but I'm just like if you know it, I, I I reel it back in and I want them to know that regardless of you know what has happened or or if they got in trouble or if they got mad at their brother that we are a family that loves each other and supports each other and cares for each other and yeah. that that to me is worth any any sort of money like dollar value absolutely you know what i mean yeah. and and yeah. I, I i that being said i want to live an epic life so i'm continually pushing myself to stack chips because i want to have a you know, vacation house on a lake somewhere. I want to be the grandma and granddad that they want to come to and, and all those things. And so that definitely, that's a part of providing, but I, I feel like being that person and the, the law of attraction that I'm trying to vibrate on always, those things will come. Mm -hmm. But see, that's so important. That, that's why I asked that question. I think if a lot of people, you know, heard me ask that, they're like, what the hell? Like it's an easy answer, but at least to me, it's it, it's not. Yeah. Because uh, I, I grew up the the I provide financially, and that's it. You right. know. So uh, I I evolved. You know. Since then, but uh, it sounds like caveman era. But um, <laughs> I, I've definitely <laughs> evolved and uh, figured Still out. Still evolving, dude. I yeah. love that. That's what I. Yeah. I uh, that's what I love. I, I I can't tell you how how um, how honored I am to be here sitting on this couch, dude. Because I know that that you're going to impact so many lives and and. Um, just really, really proud of Thank the you, man, man that you've become in the past two years since I've been. Thank you. You know what I mean? I yeah. remember sitting on the moho with you that day that you were talking about earlier. And mm -hmm. like, man, I'm, uh, you said like to, to, to have a, a man, an alpha male, a guy of your stature be like, I'm looking for a mentor. I remember yeah. you saying those exact words yep, yep. Mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. to submit yourself to that, to submit yourself to somebody who has fruit on the tree mm -hmm. that is willing to kind of you know, navigate that minefield, you know, yeah. that you want to, you want to walk behind somebody who's navigated the minefield successfully. And mm -hmm. so that's what mentorship is. And yeah. so, and, and I didn't want the low hanging fruit. Yeah. No, you know, no, like no. I really did. Not I was like, no, I'll climb this tree and get the right fruit. That's, and that's, that's what's, right. that's, what's important about mentorship too, is, is the mentee needs to, the, the mentor needs to know that you're a willing participant and that mm -hmm. you're willing to not meet 50, 50. Right it's got to be a hundred, a hundred. Totally. And that's the only way that works. You, you, you said something, to, I mean, man, I could, I could have a whole entire episode of, of, of Spence's one liner, Spence's gems, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But one of the things that always really, um, stuck in my head was when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And, um, and I, and I truly believe with that and just manifesting, you know, my, my mentors in my life, you are one of them. Um, it, it just all kind of came together, but I know it's because I was ready because if luckily I met you when it's all about timing, right? Luckily I met you when I did, cause I'd have met you, you know, a couple months maybe before we did, let alone a couple years. Uh, we would have just had that surface friendship. Right. Hey man, I heard the chiefs won. Oh, the bears suck. And that would have been it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> luckily there's, there's so much more depth behind it, you know? And, and that's why I really like not struggle, but I was really patient with bringing you on because I was like, it's, it's going to be amazing. And I just know, like, I got to do my very best as a host to, to tie it all together. But again, I, I, um, 
Yeah, I'm really glad you had that beautiful answer as far as, you know, providing back back to that uh, providing because there's so much more that men, you know, we can do besides just the financial piece. Yeah, of it. So if there's anyone out there, you know, as, as a husband or just just a boyfriend getting ready to, you know, take that next step. Um, there's there's so much more that we can offer, you know, besides that. It's it's uh, it's it's constantly evolving and growing. Um, one thing that I always you know, anytime I talk about you to people is um, the light <laughs> that you embody within you that just shines even brighter on the outside is, um, I said earlier, way early on, it's contagious. You know, it's um, it's a privilege to be around, especially in, in times like this, right? But, and I know that's kind of your MO and, mm-hmm. and you succeed in that in my opinion, in, 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 in any room you walk into, you are that light. But I also know that you're human. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to actually find that <laughs> out about you, but, <laughs> but you are human. And, um, and I want to kind of talk about some of the days where maybe that, that light is, is a little dim. You know, I, I, if, if it's okay with you, I'll share a story about how, um, you know, we were on a job one time and um, we had a long break midday. And I was just, you and I run on the porch of this house we were shooting at and, and I was just kind of going through it, you know, financially I was, I was struggling and, and, um, here we were about to get married and, and this was the first time I, I had to think about money in a long time. And I was like, thanks for coming out. It's the year I'm trying to get married, you know, like <laughs> where was this with, with, you know, other girls I was with, you know, and, um, and I was really, you know, back to that providing thing. I was like, I, I like would love to just pay for this wedding in its entirety and just have Shay just just show up that's all I need you know just don't leave me at the altar kind of thing I'll take care of the rest and um anyways and I I, I opened up and, and you know was vulnerable with you in that moment which is a huge testament to our friendship because I'm trying to think I I think I only really got that transparent with my therapist so it was you and him and so um and you shared with me you know a story about when you could relate to that. And again, that was so, uh, nice to hear. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to think of a more, uh, uh, technical term, but I'll just keep yeah. it, keep it simple. You know, it's yeah. just, it was so nice and refreshing is I guess the other word I would put to that. So, um, if you, again, we just want to talk, I didn't mean to go on a ramp, you know, as I asked that question, but if you just want to talk about how sometimes that light may not shine as bright as you know, it can, mm. And, and what are some of your hacks, your routines that, that get you back to, to full brightness? Sure, sure. And, and just to give, give what you touched on a little bit of context, because yeah. you said that you only told that to your, your therapist and, and myself. Yeah. Very, very, very few people know that story that I told mm. you. And so appreciate that. Um, in 2016, um, and, and I'll give you the sort of the Reader's Digest version, when we were uh, expecting Smith mm-hmm. and uh, all the financial burden fell squarely on my shoulders yeah. uh, as it never had before because with, with Parker, Leash was still working quite a bit. She booked a bunch of jobs while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2016, it was the exact opposite. Crickets for her crickets for me and we were like at our wits end trying to figure out how we were going to make this happen we're like oh my gosh how are we going to bring mm-hmm. another life into this world we mm-hmm. can you know we have 46 dollars to our name and it was during a time where um you know some of my my friends will remember the uh, aveda campaign that i shot and this yeah. aveda campaign was like 
worldwide, like it, literally. It's still in stores yeah, now. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have, have like a, you know, five story <laughs> picture of you in Times Square. You're in, you know, uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul airport, you know, th- you know, 20 feet tall. Yeah. So people think that I'm killing it. I was yeah. on, I was on the Chase Bank ATM. So literally every time you stick your, you go deposit money, I there's Spence again. Yeah. So people are like screenshotting it all the time. Like yeah, you gotta yeah. be killing it, dude. I didn't, I couldn't rub two nickels together. It was crazy. Wow. And, um, wow. and so what I did is I, um, I started driving Lyft. Um, wow. and not that there's anything wrong with sure. tra- driving Lyft. I, I, I respect that hustle, but, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't my first choice to be, mm-hmm. um, 40 years old, 39 years old and driving a cab in essence. Totally. Um, and so what I decided to do is I was going to wake up at five thirty every morning mm-hmm. and drive Lyft from six to noon every day, mm-hmm. um, to stack chips. No, I wasn't stacking chips just to make ends. There wasn't no chips to be stacked. Right. You're stacking uh, those two nickels yeah, to finally rub them together. Stack, <laughs> I was just trying to figure out a way to keep myself out of the red. Yeah. Um, it was the mm-hmm. first time in my you know, 16 years out here that I had really kicked around the idea of going home. Wow. I'm just, I'm like, this is too much. I can, I'm, I've, I've found the love of my life. I'm about yeah. to, ready to have my second kid. I can go do this somewhere else. I can right. go do something. You know, I was going to tuck my tail and go. Sure, sure. And uh, ended up booking a Mercedes commercial. Um, and then it started airing right before Smith was born. And when I first saw it, I thought they were going to downgrade me to unrecognizable because you literally see my, my pupil of my eye like that. Sure. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And um, a week before Smith was born, we got a big check. And it uh, ended up running for, um, ran for three years and made 100 grand on that commercial. <laughs> wow. And, wow, and, I, and, wow. and that may, maybe that's dumb luck. Sure. Maybe that's dumb luck. But, but what I have to believe is that there was a point in all that where I was willing to do the hard part, mm-hmm. willing to do what it takes, willing to drive people to and from work all morning in LA and yeah. Long Beach and South Bay and, and all these things. Just like, just like, oh man, I, I really hope I don't pick up one of my friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. It's like every time that, that thing went off, I was like, oh man, I hope I'm not picking up one of my friends. Totally. And and again, that's ego. That's pride. That's, that's whatever that is. And it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, sorry, that was sort of a long way. No, no, that was a great story. Intro to this, to this. But for me, um, it, 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 it's always about starting my day with gratitude. I've got some real world, um, closeness to me that people that aren't as fortunate to have a body that works. You know, my mom, mm-hmm. my, my mother-in-law is a, a quadriplegic. She's been in a wheelchair for the past, um, seven years. And mm-hmm. so it just, just like, you know, like, like the magic, right? Totally. Thank you for the, my right foot that works. Mm-hmm. Thank you for my left foot that works. Mm-hmm. And then starting my day and, and ending my day, which I heard you talk about in one of your previous, previous episodes, is going through the catalog yeah. of what was my best part of my day. Sure. And I always talk to my kids about that too. What was mm-hmm. the highlight of your day? You know, you, you, oh, this was good. This mm-hmm. was good. It makes you mentally get in that place of gratitude where you're like, oh, that was great, but it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cool too, but it wasn't the best. This was my best. Totally. And you start your day with that and you end your day with that. Mm-hmm. I've got a list of goals, specific goals, whether it be business goals, family goals, uh, fitness goals, mm-hmm. you know, health goals, whatever, that I write down every night mm-hmm. and I write down every morning. Mm-hmm. 
and so that's how I end my day and that's how I start my day. Yeah. Um, physical fitness has always been a huge part of my journey, uh, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, the, having body, having my, my healthy body that works, mm-hmm. I never take that for granted. Yeah. I try to push myself as much as I can. I'm 43 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I still feel like I'm you know, 25 years old. You sure. Know, I'm lot, amazing. Lot, I, I feel here that I'm 25. I feel way, way yeah. Way wiser, you know, up, wiser there. up there. Yeah. Yeah. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Um, but you know, feeding my body the right things, um, mm-hmm. and taking time for myself. I, I started getting up at four in the morning, uh, two years ago because my kids have always been early risers. And so yeah. for me to have them as my alarm clock just wasn't working out for me. Cause mm-hmm. then I was scrambling, trying to find time for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't get a workout in. Sorry. That's probably your workout. <laughs> I didn't get a workout in. I didn't get to read. I didn't get to write. I didn't get to manifest. I didn't get to pray. And as you know, setting your intentions and having that time for yourself to just recenter and focus and yeah. Okay. And whether that's affirmations, whether that's a a YouTube video, whether that's a a podcast, right? Whatever your, your, the method to your madness is, it's vital. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's vital. And and Mm -hmm. I urge anybody to, to find that recipe to start your day, because if you start your day with success, you got a much better shot at carrying that through than starting your day. It used to be. Uh, I wake up to Parker and Smith crawling in our bed. I'm like, okay, what do you guys want for breakfast? Okay, this, that. And then, and then it's 930 mm-hmm. and I haven't had my workout and mm-hmm. it's 1230 and I haven't had my workout. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, maybe I, you know, just shove something down my throat cause I was hungry because I didn't, you know, meal prep or I didn't totally. do all those things that I know are recipes for my personal, my not, not necessarily anybody else's, my personal success. Mm-hmm. And I just feed myself full of, of, positivity, whether yeah. it's, you know, your podcast, whether it's Rob Murgatroyd's podcast, whether it's mm-hmm. Ed Milet, Jocko Willink, totally. The Rock. I mean, I, I devour all this stuff. Yeah. Joe Dispenza. It's like yep. um, Jim Rohn. Like yep. The list goes on and on and on. Because sure. if you go down that, that road, you start to find little people that you're like, I never even heard of this guy, you know? Totally. Um, and it's all about overcoming. It's all, listen, life is hard, period. And especially when you're do, out, out, out as an independent contractor betting on yourself where the way you put food on the table is to stand in front of somebody and have their subjective opinion of you put, put the way, be, be the way that you put food on the table, mm-hmm. you, better, you better put your armor on yeah. every single day. Yeah. And, and not to put armor on in the sense where you're hardening yourself to the outside world, but your armor on where you like, you just let stuff bounce mm-hmm. right off of you. You yeah. got to bounce stuff. You, you got to, you know. Yeah. The, the uh, we, you make a career out of hearing no when you do what we do. Yeah. Um, and I always go back to if you, if you bat 300 in the major leagues, you're in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It's three out of ten so jobs. Take, yeah. Taking seven no's is sometimes more than people can handle. But yeah. but it's like, you know, again, going back to the refractory period, just like, okay, mm-hmm. next. Yeah. I, I, I'm so glad you shared that because um, I have a, a, a pretty – similar ritual, uh, morning and night. And that all was created by the book that you gifted me. Mm. The magic. It's a good one. The magic is a book that is, uh, life changing. If, if you allow it to be right, Right. of course you gotta be in the right headspace. Right. And, um, so here's, here's some, uh, some cool stories for some people. Everyone is always like, 
you know, Justin, can you recommend some, some books? And, and dude, I laugh to this day every time I get asked that question because I'm like, <laughs> if you guys only met me, uh, I can be very specific, uh, before January 2019, I read a total, and this is like in my life, five books. I'm the same way. I know you are. <laughs> and this is through school. At least you got your degree. I, I mean, I'm talking like in life, five books. And one, if not two of those were Michael Jordan. You know, so it's like, and it's, it's no offense. The air up there doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended, right? But but it just like, I remember when I talked to you, you know, that first job that we worked together, you were like, hey, man, I got this great book for you to read. And I was trying to be nice and like re- respectful and then not also exposing myself that I've read five books and two of them are Michael Jordan. I was like, oh, cool, cool. You know, thanks, man. And I knew it was going to be, as, as uh, Jim Quick says, the book I gave you today yeah. in, in uh, Limitless. He says, um, it's a lot of people have shelf help, not self-help, mm. right? Mm. And I was like, I was put this on the shelf with the rest yeah, of them kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and long story short... Um, you gifted me this book, The Magic. And honestly, bro, the only reason why I cracked it open was because you told me it's a daily practice and it's very simple. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Right. I can definitely do that. You Baby know? steps. Baby steps. And, um, and something also, just albeit I'll give it credit to the universe, that it told me it's time, you know, and this is the book to start. Mm. And as it is, man, again, that book changed my life forever. It taught me truly what the word gratitude means. It taught me self-discipline, continues to teach me self-discipline. It taught me how to be very intentional with everything, Mm -hmm. how you move, how you speak, how you speak to yourself. Yep. Most importantly. Most importantly. And so on, so I can go on and on. And and uh, I remember when you gave me that book, it, you you said more or less. I'll paraphrase here that it was just a gift that keeps on giving. And and I have gifted that book. Oh man, gifted and recommended is two different things. But I'll sum it all up at least thirty thirty times. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. it's 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 my go to for sure. And um and and again, it, it it made me think about that right now because that's why I have my daily. Uh, practice, you know, my, my self love practice, my meditation practice, my journal practice. It, you know, I didn't, I've, I've heard of the word affirmation before, but I didn't really know what it, what it embodied. And mm-hmm. now I do, and mm-hmm. I take it very seriously. Mantras, again, back to intentions, et cetera. And then more importantly, manifestation. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, again, it's, this is, it's perfect to have you on because back to that question that I always still laugh at, what do you recommend for a book? I'm like, what would Spencer recommend? And, you know, it's just like, it goes hand in hand and, and uh, man, you've 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 recommended some some powerful stuff, and I know you continue to do. And, and the other book that I always recommend for people, which is just a very simple read because it's a daily read, is um, John C. Maxwell's The Daily Reader. Yeah, man. You know, man, you you uh, hit me with that, and um, I uh, you know there hasn't been a day that's gone by where I, I don't read that book. Yeah, I even just to no, make no excuses, I got the um, the. Uh, uh, not audiobook, but the the book on on the iBook app, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And just when I'm rolling, traveling stuff, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so I I've gifted that book quite a bit as well. And um, you know that book on leadership, man. And and you know I I quote him if not every episode, at least every other episode. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's the guy. Yeah. And and the the cool thing about whether it's whether it's that book or whether it's another book, whether it's a 
you know, the Bible, whether, whatever it is, sometimes just, just having those habits can be enough, but you realize the importance of them, um, you know, on the days where you're like, "Eh, I don't really want to, okay, but I'm still going to do it. And it just smacks you in your face. Holy cow. This is exactly what I needed at this point in time. And that's why you do maybe those hard things or those uncomfortable things like building those habits. Yeah. You know, is is for those times that catapult Mm -hmm. you into, you know, that next level of success because it was exactly what you needed at the time. Wow. I, I love that you said that because you're, there's a chapter in the book I gave you that he talks about that. And, and what he breaks it down to is like when the you know what hits the fan and your hindsight kind of goes out the window, you naturally subconsciously revert back to your training methods. Right. So the more you can craft your training methods, right, the easier it's going to be to get back up on that horse and to yeah. get that hindsight back and that responding instead of reaction, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a whole chapter in, in, in that book. I, I know you're going to really like it. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, all right, man. Let's let's get into, again, I always, I always say, like, this is the fun part, but all these episodes, man, like, we've been rolling off for a while. I could, I could roll for another, you know, two hours, man, with you. But... Um, this is the round of rapid fire questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, uh, you know, I, I always tell I'll people. I'll try not to make a dummy out of myself and <laughs> like negate all the fun stuff that we've talked about so far. It's Just rapid fire. I hope I don't. It's all you good. I'll edit it out if you can do it. <laughs> or I have it the blooper reel. I, I'll keep it for the blooper reel. <laughs> okay. At the 100 uh, anniversary episode thing, right? Yeah. Um, cool. Let's get into it. So the first question is. Who is or was your role model? My dad. Okay, without a doubt. Sure. Like for all the for all the for all the uh, reasons that I that I mentioned before, um, he and mm-hmm. my mom both. I'll, I'll lump her into that as well. Sure. But, you know, as a, as a man, as a father, as as somebody who wants to create a, a legacy. Um, yeah. Sometimes that that just kind of default your your male figure, and, mm-hmm. and for that, it's always been my father. Um, I love it. Yeah. Well, listen, man, he and your mom raised you right, brother. And it's, again, anyone that, that knows you and has you in their life, it's, it's, a, it's a privilege. It's an honor. Thank you, buddy. Um, question number two. What was one situation in your life that you would consider life-changing? Oh, let's see. Life-changing. Well, the moment I met my wife was, was without a doubt life-changing. It was the, the quirky, the goofy love at first sight situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll backtrack, uh, two, almost two months to the day before that. Um, when I found out that the girl that I was with before was cheating on me. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I picked up all my stuff, left that day, moved into the house that I, I, that I, we actually live right next door to now. Oh, wow. Um, but I decided that day that, um, I was going to let myself feel pain, feel hurt, feel upset in any way it manifested itself and be okay with that. So I could, um, move on Yeah, in a, in a, healthy way yeah because in my in my past relationships what i what i'd do when they fell apart was party sure was was spend money i didn't have was you know 
find any way to appease you know whatever I was feeling and instead of doing that instead of trying to mask that I was like okay this is your chance to feel that mm-hmm. and 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 process that in a in a mature way mm-hmm. so you can come out the other side better totally when my when my um, previous relationship had fallen apart I had some serious heat built up in my career mm-hmm. I'd just been on a bunch of TV shows booking commercials like crazy and so when that fell apart instead of refocusing on me refocusing on that heat that I had in my career I did the opposite and it fell apart on me yeah. got dropped by my agency got dropped by my manager and really had to kind of start over career wise wow. wow. and I wasn't I knew I wasn't destined to repeat that mm. uh, to repeat that same cycle damn well I mean I'm sure correct me if I'm wrong but I can say that uh, you're better for it right? oh dude it always was, you know that that I I, I Oh, that girl and and the guy mm-hmm. she was cheating on me with a, a huge debt of gratitude because right. even though it sucked at the time, it's like totally. the, the biggest blessing in disguise yeah. of all blessing in disguises. Totally, I got a little <laughs> little little funny story actually. Speaking of blessing in disguises, and I think a lot of people will like this. So I, I'll say, it. Um, how I started modeling. A lot of people don't know this story, and I'm, I'm sure I told it to you, but. How I started modeling was a blessing in disguise. And I, and I always say, um, I need to thank that person because little did he know what he catapulted, right? Right. I was um, 18, 19 years old, driving to a concert, and I was on the highway, and I was switching lanes without my signal. And I got pulled over, and he gave me a ticket. And so I go to traffic safety school to take, you know, to lower my insurance rate because right, it goes up. Right, right, right. right. Take, the, take it off my record. And while I'm in this... this uh, traffic safety school there's a model scout little did i know that was just like eyeballing me the whole night and it made me really uncomfortable i was like <laughs> you know you just feel like someone's staring at yeah, you yeah, yeah. he was just like laser beams and i was like what the hell and we were on break and um i was on my phone he came up to me he's like look i don't mean to make you uncomfortable or anything but i actually think you have a future in modeling here's my business card you know and at the time i was living with my sister and um I threw it on the kitchen table. I was living in the basement, and um, the next morning I woke up, and, and they had it. My uh, sister had it in her hand, and and uh, she's like, "What's this about?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, some guy. I don't know. It's probably a scam. You know, yeah. wants me to be a model." Yeah. And, and I could care less about taking photos, but I still kind of do now. But yeah. de- definitely back then. And uh, she's like, "Look, I don't know anything about modeling, but I know that the name Ford is a pretty big name in the game." Mm-hmm. Why didn't you give him a call? What do you have to lose? I had like three or four jobs, you know, to hell when else I was doing my life. And um, long story short, it was a blessing in disguise that I got that ticket that day. And I always say, I wish I kept that ticket. I would send that guy like a thank you card on the anniversary, you know, 15 years later. Yeah. You know, so um, we still have the, the piece of printer paper that I wrote to Alicia's friend that she came into the bar with that night that says, thank you for introducing me to my future wife. And we, have it, we have it framed in our bedroom. Dude, I was going to say, you got to frame that. Yeah, wow. Dude, it's framed, That's right? beautiful, man. Yeah, crazy. I think I'm doing things. I, I keep I have a little box, but it ain't that much. dude. <laughs> All right. You're Ro- setting the bar high in other ways. Ah, dude. Man. Thank you. So uh, rolling along. What do you want to be known for? when you leave this earth. So think legacy. Mm-hmm. Kindness, um, character, mm-hmm. um, vision. Um, I, I just want to be known for, um, gosh, it, it, it just all boils down to when I, when I, when I 
when people are, are at my funeral or when they are talking about me, mm-hmm. um, I just want them to always um, remember the way I made them feel. Yeah. It's not necessarily about the the creature comforts or the, the things that I, I hopefully will be able to accomplish in my life. It's about mm-hmm. um, the way people feel when they left whatever interaction that is with me. Sure. Um, it's beautiful. And man. I think that that's, that's, that's it. Man. Yeah. Well, you, you do. And again, I said that early in the episode, you know, singing your praises a little bit. And, and I remember um, when... Shay was going to finally meet you. There's not that she's, she said this, but I can sense that she was thinking it, that, uh, I can't wait to meet the man, you know, the, like the Spencer Hill, like that's how much, you know, I typed you up and, and, and I know you, I knew you wouldn't let me down. So, um, so yeah, man, you're, you're, you're doing it. Um, all right. So question number four, and I, uh, this is the first time I've asked this question on the show, but it's very fitting because again, the probably the sole reason why I'm a reader now because of you so um my question is what would be give me like a top five books that have either changed your life you'd recommend or all the above yes okay um number one uh, it goes without saying the magic Mm -hmm. um the compound effect okay the one thing Mm -hmm. failing forward and the one that i just wrapped up a couple days ago um atomic habits Wow. Dude. I have, I've read two of those and I have the other three on my shelf. Yeah. Good for you, man. So yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. All those, and, and you know, you can kind of, I gauge the, mm-hmm. the level of impact that I, that they'll have on me or that they're having on me by the yeah. notes that I'm taking, by how much I'm highlighting and by how quickly I get through it. Yeah. And those three, and, and, and I've read probably upwards of 60 books over the past three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and those three books just immediately, like you said, that's why it's called rapid fire, right? They stood out totally. to me. Nice. I'll make sure I include those. If you guys are watching, they are listed below. And if you're, you're listening too, okay. Last and final question for you. What do you admire most about you? Mm. Um, that's a tough one. Take your time. I think I think that that uh, we've touched on it already. I think it's my it's my positivity. I think that um, there's lots of things that that I've gone through um, that I always default to switch into the the P channel instead of the N channel, and that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So so being a positive and and always being a value add anywhere I go. You know, yeah. we, we we know the people that come into the room. And you're like, oh, here comes yep. mm-hmm. so and so. And 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 I always, you know, we uh, used to joke around with Leash, and she's like, why do you? Because I'm a man of my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Whether whether it, you know it. It's, it starts at nine o'clock and I'm, I'm in my PJ. She's like, you're going to put on pants and go to that thing. Why? Cause I said I would. Right. Right. They're not going to know if you're there or not. They're not going to care. Yeah. And me, maybe this is an ego thing is like, Oh, they'll care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're yeah. gonna care. <laughs> but it's it's the it's the most humble response. But yeah, totally, totally. I, trust me, they'll yeah. know if I'm there, and they will care if I'm not there. 100%, you know. And yeah. so I, I I say that because I feel like I have uh, have have something to add. I feel like yeah. whether it's a laugh or whether it's you know, mm-hmm. I feel like 
people want me to be there. <laughs> well, they do, brother. They they 100% do. And you've actually shared that story uh, uh, with me before. And, you know, they'll, they'll know I'm there and they'll know I'm not there. And, yeah. Uh, that is another one of the many stories you've given me and shared that uh, resonates still to this day. You kind of want to be that person, right? You don't want to be, yeah. be the person that's like, oh, who they were there. Like, were they there? I can't yeah. really remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, he was there. And he, totally. He made an impact. Yeah. Well, this is the, the, the perfect uh, segue into the next uh, segment of the show, which is uh, I take this time to acknowledge my guest. And um, man, I, I'll be honest, again, it's like one of those things where I could go on and on and on and it really struggled with like kind of narrowing it down. But um, I, I came up with, with a few things and hopefully you'll, you'll appreciate them. Um, I'm so glad you had that answer of just that you're such a positive person that you leave an impact on people because again my life and I know I can speak on so many others who you know have the privilege of knowing you is better because of you in it man like there I'm telling you there's so many like what would Spencer do thoughts in my head weekly I, I promise you like Shay my wife thanks you you know for being in my life because because she knows how much you've had an impact and how much you've helped me um your constant contagious energy man is is the most beautiful thing um that i have i have come to know and, I, and I've, I've again just really just been honored to to be able to witness it you know there's a few people in my life and i know a ton of people and there's and there's there's a few people that i've i've come across in my life you know that that embody that and, and again you're, you're definitely one of them um you are a a, a very high on the list mentor of mine I, I i look up to you as as a father as a husband as a professional um and just an overall man you know it's so important for me to have you on here because um a lot of what these people see and and hear on a weekly basis and is in large part because of you so um the fact that people can can see you know one of the main reasons why it means a lot to me and they can hear it means a lot to me and um, again, I could go on and on. I don't mean to just ramble right now, but one of the things that I, I'll leave with and um, kind of hang my hat on is uh, I love you, man. And, and, and when I say that, uh, I know for a lot of men, that's probably hard for them to say. Um, I don't tell all the men that mean the world to me that I actually do love in my life. I don't tell them I love them. Um, I'm getting there. You know, it, 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 it takes some time for us, us men to do that. But uh, with all my heart, bro, I, I love you, man. And, and I, I am just honored and humbled and just just super back to gratitude grateful man to to know you and have you in my life so um so yeah i wanted to end on that so people are probably <laughs> getting, getting their tissue box ready you know what i'm saying yeah i need one bro i need one uh, yeah, and, and i and i th- thank you i humbly thank you those are kind words and i as i said at the beginning don't believe the hype but nah, man. um I, I i don't consider myself one of your mentors i consider myself uh, your equal <laughs> you've had just as much of an impact on my life as i've had on yours i thank assure you, you of that thank you i appreciate that yeah all right so where can people find you i know I've, I've already put it in the episode but um what do you want people to know that you're working on what's next where can they find you yeah sure you know i was telling pete uh, a little bit earlier about some of the stuff we have going on um yeah. at spence hill on instagram um 
had a clothing line for for seven years now that just kind of yeah, not, I would say flailing, but it just hasn't really gone anywhere. And so yeah. I'm pivoting off of that and and have a business partner now, mm-hmm. and we are very excited about a new uh, project. Kind of it's kind of hush hush right now just okay. because of the current climate, and we want to sure. we want to protect our uh, our. Um, intellectual property so to speak up until the time it's ready totally but very very excited about that it's going to be okay. launching in uh, the first part of uh, of next year yeah and then yeah we've we've got our, our team building business where we teach pe- teach and coach people how to build assets online through mm-hmm. uh through their shopping dollar and that continues to be our kind of exit strategy that we're able to help and, and impact um yeah. young and old alike so yep um that's going to be our way to um leave the hamster wheel income that we're on right now and be able to focus on, uh, uh, like I said earlier, living a value-based life and yeah. just um, stacking chips for the for the next generation. Totally, and getting that vacation house on the lake. That's what's up. I hear you, man. I'll make, I'll make sure I link all that. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening and for watching. Um, you know, this this one was was really near and dear to my heart, and I'm, I'm so happy you guys can be a part of it. Um, literally, you're, you were like a fly on the wall here, as Spence and I do what we always do, which is just share some great stories and, um, and, and ultimately, you know, the goal of every episode is to help people. And I, and I know, I know every time we we wrap that, that we do, but this one is, is, um, is up there for me. So, um, I appreciate you, brother. I love you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a, it was an honor and a pleasure and, um, looking forward to, uh, having the, the better halves on. Yeah, dude, absolutely. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you, brother. That was fun, man. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.